0: Damn, back with the same intro again. What's good, bro? Hello, everybody. Well, it's the same intro music. It just feels right. That's right. You're just kind of building off of the, mm-hmm. the drum pattern mm-hmm. that you're seeing, you know?
1: Yeah, Yeah, it's additive, like sedimentary rock or bacon on top of ham on top of bread.
0: <laughs> That's right. The layers to a complicated sandwich.
1: I'm a complicated man, and this is a complicated intro. Think Fresh podcast, everybody. <laughs> Ty and Eric in the booth. Ty and Eric IRL. in the
0: booth, IRL. IRL. Got the James Blake album paused behind us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um,
1: what is this, track seven? Yo, this is an interesting album. This is. Some, yeah, we gotta
0: talk about some music. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Uh, Playing Robots Into for... Heaven. Robots Into Heaven is a silly name for an album. I don't like that. I don't like when electronic music embraces that they're electronic i want them to be electronic music and then completely ignore that medium and just just focus on making the music
0: i totally agree um we're now watching the james blake uh music video on mute oh cool, a, cool. she's a 10 trying to rap it's good on mute
1: <laughs> damn <laughs> yeah so um pretty big pretty big week for music hey
0: right this is a music pod now hell yeah we've graduated from talking about subway only playing the weekend mm-hmm. uh because he hasn't dropped anything you know in a, in a couple years
1: yeah dude i'm so tired of <laughs> listening to i can't feel my face <laughs> i'm so done with that i am so over that
0: um but yeah album of the year teezo touchdown i can't even remember what it's called doesn't hold matter on. what is it called hold on hold i haven't on, listened to it
1: yet but i will listen to it maybe later today
0: <laughs> most likely later today because we are going for a drive but it's Here's how do TV you for a drive <laughs> <laughs> i know a spot had asked <laughs> it's how do you sleep at night and it's the exact same length as the james blake album 40 minutes
1: how many seconds though
0: actually it's not
1: the exact same
0: okay james blake is three minutes longer 11 songs tease with touchdown is 14 songs
1: Hmm. So he runs short. He's runs shorter on the track. Mm -hmm. He's got less stamina than Mr. Blake. That's right. He's more of a six inch guy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I'm actually a big fan of six inch albums. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I don't want to listen to like 80 songs like the Chris Brown, like three disc like fucking deluxe album. Yeah. We don't need that shit, man. We need you to like pump out some music and then get back in the studio immediately.
1: I completely agree. I think. I, I feel like the longest an album should be is 35 minutes because that means I can run it back almost twice in like an hour and you're because no one's got the time to get through a whole album that's like the mm-hmm. the length of one episode is like 35 minutes
0: that's right everyone's biased towards their own commute time mm-hmm, if, exactly. you're, if your commute time is 35 minutes like hours mm-hmm. then you want albums to be that length um 40 minutes if you have to look for parking you
1: know? yeah totally like if someone's like oh i really like long podcasts long form casts like mr rogue not like us we're kind of more of a mm-hmm. six inch podcast all i hear them say is i live in the suburbs
0: and it's a long way into town <laughs> yeah it's a long way into town i mean that kind of checks out mm-hmm. if you think about it it does joe rogan's kind of like a suburban guy mm-hmm.
1: the shorter the podcast the shorter the music the shorter the tv show length or like number of episodes even you can assume the more affluent the like viewer or listener (laughs) is because they're too busy to really indulge in anything of substance so like that's that's why in like hbo miniseries is a perfect example that only rich people Mm -hmm. watch hbo the idol you know five episodes (laughs) episodes. (laughs) you you, you bet you can just imagine the clientele of that Mm -hmm. or like the viewers of that show are like billionaires are
0: watching yeah, the exactly. idol. They,
1: they can make time for that
0: exactly only high earning individuals can participate in the conversation of mm-hmm, the idol mm-hmm. because that's who it's for you know even the cast is like all rich people it's always in like a rich environment mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um you can totally contrast that with love island mm-hmm. because they have like 10 seasons and 35 episodes per season Damn. an hour each so i've obviously watched all of it I, I, that's, <laughs> I've actually come to the conclusion last night that that's the best dating show.
1: Wow, big big take.
0: Yeah, because Bay and I got like two episodes into the ultimatum, the new season, mm-hmm. and we realized like this show is fucking donkey doo doo.
1: Yeah, dude, it's it, it bonk. And I agree with that. But I'm surprised you're uh, munching on the junk food that is Love Island. That's not like <laughs> you.
0: <laughs> I love junk food, uh, just not the food version. Only the media version. Mm-hmm. Um, Who knows? Maybe I'll graduate to some other stuff. But right now, that's the best one because I've realized that they cut conversations right before they get boring. Like, they're really, really good at sniffing out when, like, they're going to say something dumb, Mm -hmm. which they do all the time on that show. But they, like, keep the entertaining stuff in. And they, like, form narratives using the editing. It's, like, fucking masterful. Like, they they need to win, like, an Oscar for best editor.
1: I, I actually I could totally get that because I'm sure that the conversations that we, the viewers of Love Island, are witnessing are like not even close to the real conversations yeah. that are happening. Completely they're completely like, out of context. They're like, <laughs> they're like Diplo in there just cutting up the track, you know, exactly. mixing that shit.
0: They're chopping up the beat. Yeah.
1: Every Love Island episode is the chopped and screwed version of what actually happened.
0: Exactly. Imagine watching that back with Bay. Like you've just come home from the island and you're mm-hmm. like, you know in love you're fully honeymoon phasing it Mm -hmm. and you're like fuck let's just watch let's watch each other fall in love and then you turn it on (laughs) and it's like i look like a monster
1: damn yeah they (laughs) they really probably did did them dirty on there but Mm -hmm. um for the viewer it kind of like it's super seamless because you're like wow they fall in love so easily maybe there's hope for me
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm, exactly um yeah dude best show best dating show um yeah, Ultimatum is not good. Isn't there a new Love is Blind?
1: Yeah, there is. I I, I don't partake in any of these oh, things. Okay. I find them all boring. It's yeah,
0: like, that's true.
1: Like, you know how it's going to end? They're either going to get together or they're not. It's like flip a coin. Who cares?
0: Yeah, but the best part about Love is... Or no, Love Island. They have they all have the same name. Like, Love is, is Love Island.
1: Love is island.
0: Love <laughs> <Whoa>. is land.
1: <laughs> Love Island. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Um, the best part about that show is that they're all like people who are just not ready to be in relationships mm-hmm. and they're all very attractive. Mm-hmm. So they all just like date each other mm-hmm. and you never know who's going to end up with who. So it's literally like a total Sean dark,
1: right? Uh, physical maturity, mental immaturity. And then they just have to figure that out.
0: Peak physical. I would say <laughs> <laughs> all of them are extremely ripped and mm-hmm. toned and in all ways, Damn. but their brain is not toned. I would say
1: you, could, you can't, you can't be at everything. You know, nobody's perfect.
0: That's right. We gotta get out of this music video loop because it's played like eight times already.
1: It's boring. Ah, so uh, I got some big news for you, Eric. Yeah, I uh, maybe. I got a pair of glasses. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's not wearing them. Guys. I can put I them on know. for
1: you. I'll, I'll put them on for you right now.
0: Yeah, I'd love to see what those look like on you in person. I saw them on Zoom yesterday, and you immediately became more presidential. Thank so. You. I like to see them in person now
1: okay check out these frames so these are really wow thin silver frames you can hold them if you want um i got glasses because i stare at the tv and computer screen all day and it made my eyeballs hurt mm-hmm. and i don't want my eyeballs to hurt anymore mm-hmm. but check this out eric there's two lenses obviously because i have two eyes i'm not a pirate um hold them up and look through them and can you tell me tell which one has the prescription and which one doesn't you don't even have to put it on just like oh. hold it <laughs> it's pretty obvious hey
0: oh my god dude! your left eye is it's fucked up right holy
1: shit and the sandwich artist thought i was <laughs> flirting with them but i was just squinting
0: dude your left eye is putting in work bro i know
1: it's really a uh a one like i got one eyeball carrying the team yeah <laughs> team of two it's kind of like this podcast actually but i am the the good eye
0: good eye mate good tie <laughs> Yeah, dude. Nice Cartier frames. Um, what's that? How does that song go? Cartier frames. I, I Pikachu or something. Yeah, yellow Ferrari like Pikachu. <laughs>
1: you want will be on my... <laughs> I don't remember what the lyric is. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, good let me
1: just put these uh, on right now for the listeners. Yep, they can see that for sure.
0: Nice, dude. They actually, to oh, yeah. you very They're
1: kinda well. Kind of cool. They're kind of cool,
0: right? Yeah, they actually they go well with the, yeah with your vibes.
1: Uh, Wearing glasses is, um, I think, cool again because yeah. of a, a record vinyl record shop keeps. <laughs> <laughs> They're always wearing them. And art directors, the new art director wears glasses.
0: Damn! I just realized I've the same glasses as my like first boss. Oh shit. He was an Art director.
1: Now He's I'm like, the boss of this podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fuck it! It looks good, bro. Congratulations on finding the right frames. Glassius. I'm not going to indulge in that. Ah, shit. Um, Ty didn't just bring his glasses; he brought other goodies. We're drinking two tequila sodas mm-hmm. or what are these Dude, tequila they're called, cocktails. They're
1: called pogs, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you ever collect pogs? <laughs> we got two of them. Pog stands for passion fruit, orange, and guava. I used uh, to collect
0: pogs, but not these kind. No,
1: this is an adult pog.
0: <laughs> <Nice. sighs> it's they're called cabron. cabron. Cabron tequila blanco
1: dude i love me a tequila soda like this is like this is a little bit too fruity for my palate believe it or not (laughs) Uh, i like just kind of the classic ranch water but i
0: appreciate that they're iterating
1: on the format
0: we don't need to hear about ranch water ever again (laughs) stop talking about it i still think of the water at the top of the ranch bottle before you shake it
1: yeah dude there's a lot of ranch water at subway (laughs) that's the only water that we're talking about on this podcast
0: well, it's probably not the only water we'll get through. Um, I want to talk to you about a diarrhea incident.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, not mine, though. Not mine. Yeah, I'm of God. course, of course, of course.
0: Um, Delta Airlines. Shout out Delta Airlines, bro. <laughs> the f- real frontline workers. Underrated. Underrated employees. They had to turn the plane around because a passenger shit himself all over the plane, apparently. No. Yeah. So- oh, No. I don't know how the fuck this happened, because even when I've had diarrhea in the past, actually, not every time.
1: <laughs> Let's hear what, what happens when Eric has diarrhea.
0: <laughs> um, I don't know what happened on this plane. All I know is the image I saw had like a brown trail from like no the back of the plane to where the bathrooms were
1: damn did the was the bro wearing like the loose fitting <laughs> khaki shorts like how did how did it all get out
0: yeah the tecla boxers were not uh water sealant
1: damn this is why i always wear like my rockstar skinnies on the air hold that shit in
0: <laughs> that's too high pressure you might put the plane down yeah, <laughs> you. <laughs> you, you might pop. blow a hole through the fuselage holy crap
1: yeah i didn't think about it inflating
0: but yeah. when your legs swell up you those things are gonna pop pop pop, pop. the amiris can only hold so much, <laughs> so much muscle, <laughs> bloated muscle mass. Oh no. Um, okay. So we
1: got a little bit of like what presumably it looks like sweet onion sauce drizzled down the um, main aisle of the barbecue. Delta airplane barbecue. Yep. Uh, it was
0: barbecue, but on like, if it was through a hose, it would be like the mist setting.
1: Oh, nasty. <laughs> <laughs> so it was that much spray. So it must've been on, it must've landed on the fellow uh, like airline passengers.
0: It looked like it could have. Oh, yeah. That's that's too bad. That is nasty. The one time having the aisle seat is a bad move. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't know. Like when I first heard about this, I was like, how can they turn a plane around because somebody has diarrhea? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I feel like I've had diarrhea on a plane before and they didn't turn it around for me. Eric's had minute. diarrhea everywhere. <sighs> yeah, that's right. Shout out Mexico. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> do we know where this plane was coming from? Was it coming from a tropical location?
0: I think it was um atlanta to portugal if i remember mm. correctly
1: okay so someone from atlanta had some bad uh like what they had they the
0: wings there? from magic city <laughs> don't don't eat the wings at magic city <laughs> <Holy shit. laughs> posted from the fucking first class cabin yeah uh, maybe you need to eat before you go <laughs> <laughs>
1: damn the, yeah, well, I mean. the other possibility Eric, that we can't rule out is that perhaps this was a post in-flight meal diarrhea it oh, might have happened. happened as a result of delta itself
0: I mean, that sounds, like, very likely, but I think it turned around, like, an hour into the flight.
1: Wow, they haven't even left mainland USA.
0: No, so it, that's the only reason why it makes sense to turn it around. Mm-hmm, Otherwise, mm-hmm. they'd probably have to land in, like, Denver or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, dude, pray, pray for all those, you know, miles being wasted on that flight.
1: <laughs> People dumping their air miles because they saw <laughs> one dude was dumping on the plane. Exactly. <laughs> Shit. That is so nasty. I can't believe that it sprayed. I, I wonder who this person was. I wonder if they uh, dared to eat the subway at the <laughs> Atlanta International Airport
0: before, yeah, dude. before the takeoff. Yeah, dude. I mean, they're sitting in an economy, so it's likely, you know. Mm-hmm. If you're sitting first class, you're, you're starving yourself because the plane food is so good. But They're the exact exactly. opposite happens in economy. It's like, I need to stuff myself so I don't have to eat the plane food. Yeah, I
1: want to eat the penne with Alfredo sauce. <laughs> it should never go together. <laughs> I don't want to
0: have to choose between fish or chicken.
1: <laughs> the fact that the people, airlines think it's like totally kosher to take a fish, an ob- <laughs> like a, an animal of the ocean, mm-hmm. and not only bring it above sea level, but bring it 30,000 feet above sea level <laughs> is absurd. Like we should only be eating birds, like chickens mm-hmm.
0: on planes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I
1: like that's. I feel like that's more like
0: mm-hmm. local. <laughs> but that's also the highest that chickens ever been.
1: It's, tr- it's the highest anything's ever been, really.
0: I guess, but, but at least highest in the room.
1: Yeah, at least the yeah. duck and the uh, or the chicken or the pigeon or whatever they're eating in first class is uh, <laughs> a little bit closer
0: to mm-hmm. your your seat. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's what's, what's that Drake line where he's like uh, something something is pigeon food. <laughs> It was Benihana. <laughs> Benihana. Interesting. Yeah, another uh, sneak diss to Steve Aoki. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Dude's still throwing cakes, eh?
0: <laughs> it's crazy that It's not night... the kind of cake throwing I want to see at a show.
1: So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's unfortunate. It is.
1: It just blows my mind that every night that guy throws a cake. Like, that's his job. He's a... More, like, because he's just hitting play on the MacBook, and then he's like, okay, then I throw the cake, and then I head back to my crib. Dude's got
0: the best job in the world. Crazy. Can you imagine paying, like, $200 to get hit in the face with a cake? (laughs) That's crazy. Are you, like, happy that happens? I guess if you're a super fan, you're like, I got hit with the cake, Mm -hmm. and then you, like, don't clean it off for, like, a week.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I wonder what flavor it is. Yeah. It's probably not very good, but like they have to like ship a new, like there's probably like an on staff baker for the (laughs) Steve A.O.K. Vegas residency.
0: You think it's a bespoke cake every time? Well, I think it has to
1: be because like they can't change the weight or anything of it. They probably optimize the cake for like time and air and also so that it doesn't disintegrate Mm -hmm. and also so that it lands perfectly. Like it's kind of like throwing an axe. You ever go axe throwing? Eric? <laughs> you kind of got to get the like the circulation.
0: Yeah, yeah, you almost got to like turn your brain off and just get into the rhythm of things, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. No, I get it. Um, I mean, I'm not part of the localization team over at Steve Aoki Industries, so I don't really know for sure. But he could be playing into the fact that it's a local cake every single time, right? Like he could be going into say on Foods or something, buying a cake. And then being like, guys, I got this at Save on Foods, you guys know where that is, right? And then throws it. Like that could be a fun move.
1: I feel like it's gotta, he's gotta have an in-house baker. It doesn't it it wouldn't
0: Where is he gonna bake this thing? On the plane?
1: The other only other option is he's got like some intern every day driving around Vegas trying to find a cake that big. Of course. That doesn't make any sense. Every single day. What if they don't find one? Then the fans will be disappointed. Just hire a baker.
0: Every grocery store has like the cake that no one buys. This is
1: a huge ass cake. You've seen this cake is huge.
0: (laughs) I have not seen it since, like, 2008.
1: <laughs> well, he's still throwing it, bro. Damn. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I feel like it's not... I, 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 it's funny how these, like, kind of, like, uh, rituals start to arise in culture, and then, like, be, they become commodified. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like ordering, like, when you, like, pull at McDonald's, and you're like, you you know why I'm here. It's kind of the same thing, you know? <laughs>
0: wait hold on please
1: keep going on that (laughs) it becomes like a it becomes less around like the bespoke experience of the individual and having this like watching this performance and more just like oh i want to watch the thing that i've seen on youtube
0: hundreds of times you know i
1: just want to like live that now
0: that's what all travel is
1: i guess that's true
0: like like the eiffel tower like oh i've seen that in like movies and on like rich people's Instagrams, I want to see it in real life. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point, isn't it? Same with like the Drake concert. I only went because I kept seeing on people's Instagram reels. That's true.
1: You're like <laughs> I want to see one of those bras in real life. <laughs>
0: yeah. I, 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 don't wanna, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to have to like you know see four to five seconds of it and then that's it.
1: That's true. That's true. So Stevie Aoki's cake throwing is kind of just like one a thing a, a thing that people want to flock to, like the um, mesa or whatever. <laughs> mecca mecca Is that what, <laughs> what do they call it i don't know man i'm secular <laughs> <laughs> we're local boys local boys but okay so you know how in vegas at like some of the clubs you can like pay a couple hundred dollars to have your name like projected on oh, like, the screen you yeah. know for like shout outs for bachelor parties or whatever Yes. i wonder if you could like pay a few hundred bucks to get like the cake written on before it's tossed, like have the announcer oh, be okay. like "Happy birthday, Steven or whatever before he flings it to the fifth row. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Steven's in row four hundred. Yeah, yeah, it's like ah, oh, I can't even see it from here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like, yeah, they didn't even get a shot of the front.
0: Yeah, it's like I mean. Shout out to clubs for hustling people like since the dawn of time.
1: Yeah, they're like, do you want a Red Bull for seventy five dollars?
0: Would you like a bottle of Smirnoff for four hundred dollars, yeah. brought to you at your table that's covered in cranberry juice? Mm-hmm. Um, unbelievable. I mean, having like your name printed on a screen, which is literally five seconds on a computer Mm -hmm. by some intern being paid like $8 an hour. Yeah. 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 And you're paying like $300 for that or something. Yeah.
1: It's fucking lucrative. I think the, like the club scene is just the second most fiscally lucrative industry next to podcasting. And I, I went down this hole the other day where I was watching like, uh, bottle girls explaining how much they make a night. Mm-hmm. And like one girl in Toronto was like, "Yeah, I make like eleven hundred dollars in tips in four hours. Oh, no, <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> that's two hundred fifty dollars yeah. in tips an hour."
0: Yeah, that's true, huh? But are you really going to be that person who like goes every night to the club? No, you, you know I'm, what I mean. Or like to to, to work? work?
1: I mean, yeah. like if it's just a work function, does it matter? You mean your
0: job's a job? Job's a job. That's right, huh? I don't mm. know, man. I don't know. It's kind of like OnlyFans, though. It's like, yeah, it's easy money, but do you want to be the known for spreading your ass cheeks? Right, right. At what cost? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Would you rather
1: be an OnlyFans model? Is that what they call them?
0: Let's not give them that title. Okay.
1: Uh, or a sandwich artist?
0: Ass cheek spreader. Let's just say that.
1: <laughs> Is that what we call them? Artists?
0: <laughs> <laughs> sandwich artists. Whoa. OnlyFans artist? Is that what you're saying? Would you
1: rather be a sandwich model or an OnlyFans artist?
0: <laughs> a sandwich model. Um Where do I, where am I modeling the sandwich? In Vogue or on OnlyFans? Uh,
1: you're modeling it on OnlyFans.
0: So it's the same job. Ones with the sandwich though. Yes. I'll take the sandwich.
1: Hell yeah, brother, me too.
0: That that gives us a stupid reason, a stupid enough reason to be on that platform. That's not embarrassing. Um know?
1: some of the new listeners. You wouldn't know this, but for about 100 episodes when we started this podcast, (laughs) Think Fresh did have an OnlyFans account, and we did have a few people subscribe. We posted our lunches up there.
0: Yeah, those were good old days. Real intimate shit. Good old days, yeah.
1: Uh, Only footlongs.
0: That was before we had Zencaster. (laughs) That's
1: true. Since switched platforms and have more uh, respectable ways of making money. Speaking of which, uh, if you follow the link in our description to cure hydration and use... (laughs) Code Breadhead, you should get fifteen percent off your entire order. That's pretty good.
0: That's right. Don't be thirsty at those clubs. Stay hydrated with Cure.
1: Yeah, dude, just pack in this powder and then mix it with your twenty dollars sparkling.
0: Yeah, just don't bring the powder to the club. Mm-hmm. Uh, they might stop you at the door for that. Yeah, and
1: they're like, "What is this?" And you are like, "It's Cure hydration." It's the Cure, dude. It's the cure, bro, <laughs> <laughs> brother. You're like, you get the fuck you're like, you can't bring this out of here. You can't bring this in David Guetta. <laughs>
0: <laughs> dude, David Guetta cured racism, though. So he gets he gets to do whatever he wants. He
1: did? I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, dude, you don't remember this? This is when, when like all the BLM mm-hmm, mm-hmm. activists were out and, about, <laughs> um, <laughs> out and about, out and about like doing breaking their thing. Quarantine. I going to say breaking windows. <laughs> yeah. That too. That too. But um, <laughs> turns out to be a scam. Yeah. Um, no, but he. uh... He was performing on a rooftop, and I think this was like right when the George Floyd news happened.
1: Ian, Ian. He
0: like he like shouted him out, and he was just like talking about like Martin Luther King. He had like a Martin Luther King like remix, like his speech remixed over like a house track, and then he was like shout out to his family. <laughs> wow! <laughs> and then dropped the music, and then it was like a huge rave.
1: Dude, DJs will add, make anything the beat drop, you know? That's crazy. <laughs>
0: it was honestly a big moment in, in history, yeah, Ty. They get a pretty rooftop. Pretty yeah. Interesting. Um, That's right.
1: I can't believe that one missed my news cycle. <laughs> I, I feel so embarrassed.
0: I'm so sorry for you. It's okay um yesterday was 9 11 miss your news cycle too
1: oh i'm aware of 9 11 i have it in my calendar bro <laughs> it's on everyone's calendar <laughs> it's on the cal- september 11th
0: is present on everyone's calendar i can confirm mm-hmm. orthodox yeah. or not
1: tragedies left right and center every time i put my aesop marrakesh cologne on i do it out of respect for um the victims of the earthquake it doesn't really smell this oh anymore. fuck i know where you're
0: going with that <laughs> nice that was that was clever yeah yeah Hmm. Yeah, I can't think of a funny way to make fun of 9 11.
1: I feel like it, it's been attacked from every angle. Literally. Oh, that was an accident. I'm sorry for the. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you ever attack your foot long from every angle? Like, do you ever just take a bite from the end piece and then, like, you know, try to capture the sauce that travels to that side. Yeah, dude,
1: I only do it if I'm playing whack a mole with like the, <laughs> the vegetables kind of peeking out. You know.
0: Oh yeah. But dude. I
1: never go in like mid sandwich. It's always like tip to tip. But <laughs> that's I think I think that's more of a, like a a me problem. I could get over that. I could try going like mid <laughs> mid bite mid like corn on the cob style. you know? <laughs> Damn. I could run the lawnmower back and forth.
0: That's right. Um, I've learned to eat my burger that way too. I just spin it around. You know what I mean? Eat it like an ice cream cone almost. You just got to eat all sides until it, you know, you make it to the middle.
1: Interesting. Interesting. And yeah, does yeah, that yeah. just keep everything contained?
0: It keeps the, yeah, everything from sliding out.
1: Well, this is the problem with all like bread based like handhelds is that the act of biting it on one side for action there's an equal and opposite reaction i've been told i don't know if i believe (laughs) it but i've been told that so the bite causes the opposite reaction of the bun or the bread expanding on the other end like it like flanks open because you're clamping it closed on the bite side right so you kind of create this like big opening for vegetables to fall out Hmm. um and it just seems like such a stupid little problem with sandwiches that every bite causes everything to fall out the back end. <laughs> you know? It's like if you pop the hood and then the trunk closes and then you pop the trunk and the hood closes, you oh. can't, you can't find an equilibrium.
0: So you kind of have to use
1: your hands to clamp the other side closed. That would mm-hmm. be the other strategy here. you'll mm-hmm. pinch
0: it on the, on mm-hmm. the other end. Yeah. You kind of have to do like a, you gotta like kick the tires a little bit. Every time you pick up a burger, mm-hmm. <laughs> you gotta inspect all sides, 360 inspection mm-hmm. um, and see which side is most clampable. And that's usually my strategy.
1: Another strategy would be to just press down on the entire sandwich to flatten it. Yeah, just get it all out in the open.
0: <laughs> just get it all out and then you're just eating bread. <laughs> Basically.
1: But at least you don't have to, at least you're in control.
0: Ty, here's a think fresh innovation for you. Hippie. Okay. Bread these days is too smooth on the inside. That's why the shit's always sliding around. What if we invented bread with tread?
1: Bread with tread. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Bread with a uh, spiky, like inside.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, see like, I see where you're going. you going here. And then it
0: just like grips the fucking meats or whatever you got in there, mm-hmm. almost like uh like snow chains. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Well, do you think that crispy bread can serve that? Because like subway bread on the inside, they slice that beautiful Italian herb and cheese down the middle, and then the inside is so porous, it's like. It's like absorbent spongebob. But then if you ever like have like a grilled burger or like a panini, it's like crispy. And that has like, that's like your four wheel drive bread.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's basically what I'm saying. But I'm thinking we can also, uh, you know, invent a tool that takes the smooth sliced side of the Mm -hmm. bread, ruffles it up a little bit, Mm -hmm. gives it some edges, maybe some sharp corners. And then that's what you toast. So you're like locking in that sharpness.
1: And then Mm -hmm. once you put
0: that down on some, you know, ingredients, it just like grabs it like a gorilla grip.
1: Hell yeah, dude. I actually (laughs) really like that. So you need some sort of like sandpaper material to really Mm -hmm. rough that up. Yeah. Just like totally cut up the roof of your mouth.
0: Exactly. dude.
1: Small price to pay for a composed sandwich.
0: Mm hmm bread with tread
1: bread with tread baby hell yeah (laughs) coming to market we're thinking fresh we're going to the the shark tank with that one
0: (laughs) speaking of shark tank we could brand it the jaws of life as well yeah i mean like that jaws you're eating it but also you're using a jaw like clamp to create those roughed up sides of the bread
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) if you thought of it as paper like sandpaper you could call it pain paper
0: Mm, I like this. Yeah, mm-hmm. the French word for bread. Exactly, you get it.
1: <laughs> so there's a few different places, a few different ways that we could eat this. We can workshop it a little bit more in the lab and get
0: mm-hmm. bring get a get a business proposal together. But that's right, breads with tread, baby. Breads with tread. Um, for now, breadheads. That'll be everything because we have to go to play some tennis.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. <laughs> so I was uh, reading
0: my notifications. Um we... it's tea time though. We gotta get out of here. Tea time, tea time. Breadheads, thank you for listening. Check the links in the bio for the discounts mm-hmm. and catch you on Friday.
1: Cheers. I mean ciao.